Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. You like Kelly Clarkson? She's great. She's been doing a lot of covers lately of other people's songs. You know, she does that karaoke thing. Yes, beginning of every episode is a great idea. There's only one song that she is afraid to try. I will always love you. Good guess, Steve. You would think, you know, Whitney Houston, Celine mm-hmm. Dion, but no, this girl can reach those notes. She is afraid to do Despacito by Luis uh, Fonsi. Because of the Spanish? Yep. She said yeah. she loves singing in Spanish, but it's like, I need to leave that one alone. I've practiced so hard, she said, because she loves it, but yeah. she just can't get it. Interesting. Right? Because right, it's not live. You would think she'd give it a whirl. Right? I love when people know their limits, though, too. That's you know? fair. It's like self-awareness. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, me too. So, that's... Like, you know what you're good at, and you know what you're yeah. deficient in. Yeah. Right? Yes. I know. Anyway. Huh. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for listening to that story. What would be your nightmare karaoke song? Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, I love that question. Oh, like if they they just you have no choice. We're in a dystopian future. You have to do it or you die. And then they say next up at the microphone, it's Donna Valentine singing the Star Spangled Banner <laughs> without lyrics provided. Yeah, right, right. And the you know, bombs burst that line. I I think uh, <laughs> well there are a few words in there that are hard, like or or or. Well, don't say it like that. Because it's it like over, a, but it's O apostrophe E-R, right? Yeah, but don't say or. 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 I think you can just say, I think you can slur it into or there. No, I don't think you can. So you think it's or the ramparts we watch. Yes. Oh, maybe I would I just say or. Or the ramparts. Not now or. I have to look up the lyrics, so there's... Wow, we, we, do we have to look up the lyrics to the Star Spangled um, Banner? Uh, let's see. Yes. No, not really, but it's just though that language, that type of language from that era. Yeah. Uh, no, everything else looks pretty good. Yeah. It's just the or. <laughs> the or. <laughs> the or. Or. Just pretend it's an A. Or pretend that he's not even there. Or, or. just say over. The no, don't do that. I don't think. Why? Over the <laughs> ramparts, we just say or like every other lazy American. Okay. Or the ramparts, <laughs> we watch. 
I'll, I will. I am Grant. Do you have a nightmare scenario? Well, I am a horrible singer, so any song in general would be a nightmare scenario to get me up there to sing. Do a talking song then. So yeah, that, I would think like, you know, We Didn't Start the Fire would be pretty tough because there's just so much going on. Yeah, yeah but at yeah. least you don't have to sing that. You're more so just like, hum, dum, hum, dum, hum, and nam, dum. At least that's that's where I, that's where I kind of <laughs> going. Durrup, going back to knowing your limits. That's my limit right there, is knowing I cannot sing. So I'm going to pick a song where I'm either rapping or deer up in the whole time. So, yeah, there but you what go. if they said, here is I am Grant singing uh, the Celine Dion Titanic song? Oh, God. I would tell oh, people to run. Near, far, I, where, or you are. Lily is the musician <laughs> in our household. There is oh, not. Does a, she sing? Oh, she sings, plays guitar. Ooh. She's fantastic. What? Yes, yes. She's By the way, talented. I am Grant. Thank you. Grant sent us a picture yesterday. <laughs> yes, he did. Of his, uh, it was Grant and Lily, and then their two horse dogs, and then a real horse behind them. Did you know that you were getting photo bombed? No, that's that was the beauty of that uh, picture. We kind of were like, let's take a. Fa-. She, Lily loves horses. She's like, I want to get our horses with this horse. It'd be a great little family no, picture. You don't. No. I have I have questions about horses and their thingy. Their thingy was out. Why and is it, was it always? Very why is it out? Like what's? I think because you don't always see it, do you? No, no, I don't know, guys. <laughs> I can't do this again. Can we get a horse person on the line right now? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We've got and, listeners who have horses. And to be clear, though, our question to our horse people who call in is: Why are their penises often out? <laughs> Let's just make sure we're on the right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, did it see a lady horse across sure. the way? I think it has something when they go to the bathroom, but I may be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, because but does it fully ascend? Does it retract into its body? I guess you don't always see it. I mean, because what you sent us, Grant, was horrific. I know. All right, here's, so, a, here's a phone. It was getting upstaged, too. That was the worst part. It was in the distance, so it was naturally getting upstaged. And it looked like a... Yeah, does it come out like a rope ladder out of a window in the event of a fire? <laughs> Who do we have on the line? Oh my God. A horse expert? We got AJ on the line with some answers for us. Uh, AJ, welcome to the Don and Steve show on My Talk. How are you? Morning, you guys. Hi. Hey, this is just hilarious, weird timing. Um, so, yes, I've had horses for a long time, and with the geldings, the boy horses, um, it's actually good for them to actually kind of hang it and air it out because sometimes uh, if they don't, they can get where we have to maybe once a year. They get a bean. That's kind of up there where kind of the... Wait, 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 wait AJ. AJ, back it up, back wait, it up. Wait, did you say that they get a bean? Like, like B-E-A-N? A, they call them beans, so it's almost like I actually just had to clean mine out. They were slightly sedated from, yes, my horse went to the dentist. Oh <laughs> and uh, when they're sedated, um, you know, it's easier to kind of get up there and you have to kind of clean around the area because just think, they roll in the dirt, the hay, they lay in their own poop. And so some of this stuff kind of gets gunked up around mm. that area, and it can create like a bean. So it's almost like a hard little rock okay. that can get in that area. Question. <laughs> How often does the rope ladder come down from the window? Is it always? Is it sometimes? You know, what I've learned, which is great from doing body work on horses, um, it's great because they're relaxed. <laughs> okay, but, so okay. if you get them hanging, it means they're comfortable and relaxed. <laughs> um, one more question: When they're uptight, let's say, does it fully, does it go away, or does it just sh- shrink? Is there just it shrinkage gets, like we all have? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it pretty much hides. It goes back, the turtle hides. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the lipstick goes back into the case. Yeah. Okay. That's, a good, that's a good way of putting it. Okay, AJ, thank you. Wow. Thanks, thanks AJ. Guys. Love listening to you. Thank oh, you. Thanks. Um, and that's music news today, folks. We got Don real quick. Don, <laughs> Don wants to say something, too, about the horses real quick, too. Okay, Don, hi, Don. You... Well, you guys, it's because the horse doesn't have pants on. Mm, good point. That's it, like, that's I can't it. help it. He's like well endowed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's he going to do? <laughs> Thanks, Don. <laughs> Don. <laughs> I just didn't. Need... Okay. So it does go back in. I don't like that bean business. Yeah. That's a lot. I don't. That was a lot to take in. Like, and how, what do you do when it's laying down? Check for, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't like going down in. Like in what those areas of animals. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right, All right. let's be done here. Yeah. Um, we did get a little bit of music news in earlier. So it had something to do with Kelly Clarkson. So for anyone who's like, hey, you guys aren't on brand, uh, we kind of are. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. And we did some singing. So yeah. we talked about karaoke. There we go. Um, oh, man. What why don't journey. we take a pause? Yes. And we've got some interesting food news. Remember Guy Pierre? He doesn't like eggs, and we found that out yesterday on the show. Yes, we did. Well, there's more egg news today. Mm. It's a real egg kind of a week. It really is. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll tell you how you can make the perfect sunny side up egg, but it would have you using something other than your stovetop. Oh. See if you're interested. That not your microwave. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs... I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill boys, comfort where it counts. Welcome to Egg Talk with Donna and Steve. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's with all the eggs lately? I keep noticing I eggs, know. too. I noticed Egg and I restaurant on my way to work today. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was there. Yeah, there used to be a diner in Chaska called Egg and Pie. And I, I don't know why. It never played well in my head. Hmm. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. Think, okay. think quiche. Me like quiche. It's kind of like an egg pie, right? I like an egg bake. Uh, egg bake is also very good. Super similar to a quiche, no? Without the crust. Without the crust. Quiche has crust. Quiche. <laughs> I like a sunny side up egg. I Well, here's the truth of the matter. I like eggs over easy. 
Okay. There's it's such an awesome, satisfying sensation to break into oh. the yolk, mm-hmm. and it spilleth over, and then you begin your sort of like janitorial work on your plate, <laughs> and you're like, I will sop up every little bit of this. No one will even know that there was an egg here. Uh, mm, yes. likey. However, making them just right is a little tricky. Sunny side up, even more so, because with a sunny side up, you never get to flip them. If you're doing an egg over easy. You do the egg, you flip it over, you count to about 15, so there's just a little bit of white over top of the yolk, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, you're good to go. Sunny side up, which is the most beautiful way to display an egg, is very tricky. Well, Hmm. not yet. Okay, sorry. Uh, They came out with what they say is the best way to cook your sunny side up egg perfect every time. And I think this could work well if you had a bunch of guests and you wanted to give everybody a sunny side up egg all at the same time. You ready? Yes. You're going to be using your oven. Here's what you will do. Okay. You will, um, you have an, somebody's going to have to do the Celsius equivalent here. They say put your oven to a moderate temperature. Think 160 degrees Celsius to 180 Celsius. <laughs> Grant, can you convert that for us? In an oven safe nonstick frying pan over medium low or medium heat, heat a small amount of fat, just enough to keep the eggs from sticking. You could also, you know, do cooking spray, whatever. But anyway, you crack your eggs into the pan one at a time. Okay. And then you cook until the whites begin to set. So this should just be a few seconds, just a little bit, because you've already got the pan heated. Mm. And then from there, you transfer the pan with however many eggs you happen to crack into it mm-hmm. over to the oven. And then you bake it until the whites are fully set, but the yolks remain runny. That's three to five minutes. So what that allows it to do, the oven heat they're suggesting, since it's convection heat and you have heat all around, not just from the pan, which there's always that white gooey stuff that you want to solidify mm-hmm. on top of the egg and a sunny side. But remember, you're not flipping, mm-hmm. so you can't get it that way. The oven would compensate for that. The Independent put this article out about how to make the perfect sunny side up egg. I will now pause for applause. I linked it up. Thank you, guys. On the website. Okay. 320, by the way. 320 to 340 is 160 to 180. Okay, so that's a decent amount of heat there. Yeah. I shan't be doing that. Dunna. Why? Um, I'm afraid it's going to be a little runny. You don't like, do you like an egg over easy? Yes. Because you like to get triangle toast and poke (laughs) it in there, right? Sure. Yeah, I haven't done that in many, many years. What does this mean? What does what mean? Give us color. When you say many, many years, color in that page. Oh, uh, I don't know. I I don't know the last time I ordered an egg like that or made an egg like that. I couldn't tell you. 10 years, 20 years. What kind of eggs do you do? I do scrambled. I do omelets. What's your omelet technique? Well, definitely want to flip it before adding content. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do it. So oh. both sides are hard. Oh, that's not the right way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I just don't think it's the right way. I looked up recently how to make the perfect omelet. You're supposed to have it at a low enough heat where you cook that underside, and then the top starts to cook a little bit. That's when you add your ingredients. I know. And then that's when you, you fold it and then slide it off of that pan. But it never will be cooked totally. Mm. I don't want any wiggle to my egg. It would Okay. <laughs> Do you... Do you want that little runny? No, I'd like it when the white runny stuff goes away. I like the yellow wiggle. Yeah, yellow wiggle is fine. White wiggle is bad. But you could still do it. I think I need to make you an omelet. Okay. I want to see you cook stuff. <laughs> There's also an article on Epicurious about can you freeze raw eggs? And they say yes. Really? In case you ever had that question. But here's how you, they suggest you do it. Get a little muffin tin. Or an ice cube tray. Okay. And then you crack each egg into its own little cube. Oh. oh. Who's freezing eggs? Right? Baked That's funny. I don't know. You're just joining us. We're talking about food, not reproduction. Yeah, um, right. Okay, so why do I picture it coming out like and being like watery or having too much moisture? That's, I don't know. Moist. Don't say it. All right. Also, um, do you want to learn how to make your own ketchup from scratch? You've heard about the ketchup shortage? Yeah, I have. Heinz is having some real problems here, guys. Uh, particularly, it's it's less impacting the bottles, more impacting the packets, because so many people are doing drive through so many people are doing takeout, and when people do dine in, a lot of restaurants are doing single serve, so as not to have shared condiment bottles that you're touching. Oh, Sure. So they're running out of all of these packets, and people are deeply concerned now about how much more ketchup do we have. I do notice that I like ketchup. Let me guess. Is there sugar involved? There is sugar involved. Okay, what else is in it? Yeah, you have to... Uh, Tomato paste. You got to get sugar in there. Let's see. There's a variety. How about uh, a quarter cup of water, tablespoon of sugar, three quarters... Uh, excuse me, teaspoon of sugar, three quarters teaspoon of salt quarter teaspoon of onion powder, mm. an eighth uh, teaspoon of garlic powder. Where's the tomato? Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped no. it right at the top. No. Six ounces of uh, canned tomato paste. Okay, uh, it is Quarter cup paste. of honey. Where's the tomato? Or okay. agave, if you are in a jungle, I guess. <laughs> okay. A half a cup of white vinegar. I was going to ask if there was vinegar. Yeah. Seems like there should be. What is it? Salt, fat, acid, heat, right? That's what you need. Any good thing has those four components. Salt, fat, acid. Yes. That's the vinegar. Where's right the there. heat? Where's the heat? Huh? Uh, that might be in the... Didn't we have garlic in there? A little garlic powder? Powder. Okay, that's heat. I, th- I think garlic would be considered heat. It's okay. not like you have to have Tabasco and everything. Okay. 
We should do our own three-hour food show. <laughs> I feel like the two of us together, we're really doing great uh, things here. Yeah, I know, right? As Steph March and Steph Hansen totally listen are. and shake their heads and think, why? Our why cookbook are they talking is about coming this? out next month, everybody. Yeah. yeah. You want to play a game? Let's do it. 651-641-1071. That's the number that you can call and play along with us. It's the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Bet on me or on Donna. And you could win a great prize. Call us now. Game time is next. You know how it goes. You tell yourself you're going to work out, but then one thing turns into another, and suddenly it's bedtime. My recommendation, join the Y. Right now, they're giving new members a free in-person or virtual personal training session. You know, someone to give you encouragement, consistency, and a plan to meet your fitness goals. And you'll also get $0 enrollment if you join by April 15th. Do it. Go to ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve, let's play a game. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Yep. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. Well, thank you guys for having me here today. How you doing? We don't have to answer that. No, not yeah. that. Legally, we don't have yeah. to say that. Okay, well, we're just going to ignore care? that. All right. Yeah, what's your problem? I don't know. We've got Don on the phone from Blaine. How, how you doing, Don? Hey, Don. Hi, Don. Good, good morning. I'm doing good. And good. Don yes. had something she I, wanted to share about omelets with us real quick. Okay. Yeah, this, this is for uh, Donna. Okay. Um, you don't like anything runny inside. So what you do, you put your, um, your, your eggs in the pan and... After the, it starts getting done on the bottom, tilt your pan a little bit and pull your eggs oh. back with a spatula, and the runny stuff will go onto the pan. Okay. Then you, you, it'll, eventually great. it'll all get hard, and then you fold it over or put your stuff in, and then you fold it over. Good That's tip. great. Thank That's you. awesome. I yeah, love it. it. Okay, I, I will learned, try it. I learned that from uh, the Boy Scouts and the VFW when they had omelet breakfast. Oh, oh. okay. Great. Very Thank cool. you. I used to watch him do it. Thanks for joining us okay. for Egg Talk. Okay. Yeah, nothing yeah. but every, everything Eggertainment. All right, Don. So you're, you're going to be playing with the College of Pop Culture Knowledge with us today. Steve is currently in the lead 39-26. Everything entertainment is how it should have been. <laughs> that would have been better, right, guys? That, that would have been. No. Don, no, 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 that's terrible. So you, as you know, you can pick to either play with Donna or Steve. And today you're playing for a copy of Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar, Ooh. available on DVD and digital Blu-ray as well. So, like I said, pick either Donna or Steve to play with. And what we'll do is we'll go through the questions with them, and then you can come back and be their lifeline. Okay. So who do you want to play with, Donna or Steve? Barb, play well, with me and well, we'll win. The, do what, I know the, do the I topic? Know the topic oh, excuse me. You're right. I apologize. Yeah. So we're going to do the topic. <laughs> excuse me. Only the good die young. And we've done this. In oh. the, we've done this in the past with. Uh, the, I did the Twenty Seven Club with the musicians that had all passed away at the age of twenty seven. So this mm-hmm. is just think celebrities who died young. So only the good die young. Celebrities who died young. Okay. Barb, Barb, wow. come to okay. me. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. Me. I'm gonna go with Donna. Barb. Thanks, Barb. Dang it! I really needed Barb's help. I here. need. I can you don't tell. need Barb's help. I can tell. I, I do for it. this one. All right. Bye. Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. <laughs> All right, Don, we'll get back to you after Donna is done answering these questions. You ready to go, Donna? Yes. All right, let's do this. This young actor earned an Academy Award nomination for his performance in Running on Empty, but was best known for starring in the film Stand By Me. River Phoenix. This popular musician slash actor was born in Mississippi in 1935 and passed away at the age of 42 years young. I see. In, oh, go ahead. In 1977. 
Elvis Presley. This talented actress rose to fame as Tia Frazier in the movie Clueless. She starred in numerous other movies, including Girl Interrupted, 8 Mile, and Sin City. Oh, Brittany. Oh, God, what's her name? It's Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. I think. I'm not sure. Final answer. Okay, hold on, Steve. Don't come back yet. Okay, well, Don, are you okay with her answers? Or how do you, how do you feel? Absolute, she's absolutely 100% right. Really? Woo! Okay, stand by. Okay, come on, Steve. Come on. Come on. Come on. He's not looking at us. He's looking at something. He's cheating. He's He's Googling. (laughs) You Googling? What are you doing? Steve! (laughs) Is he messing with us? I think he... Come on, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, you. You. Who else Mm -hmm. would we be talking to? So now you can go check out this (laughs) video on YouTube and see what Steve was doing in his free time and not paying Um, attention. Yeah, I actually just put in our Facebook question for tomorrow. And I was like, oh, this is going to be time perfectly. By the way, deep tease, it'll be, what's the luckiest thing that ever happened to you? Oh, that's lovely. Lovely. All right, Steve. I know. I just keep on working over here. (laughs) You ready? How'd it go for you uh, to... Hmm. I don't know. We don't know. We'll have to see. Die, 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 die. <laughs> All right, bud, here we go. <laughs> Only the good die young. I'm the stain on the shirt. Oh, this young actor earned an Academy Award nomination for his performance in Running on Empty, but was best known for starring in the film Stand By Me. River Phoenix. This popular musician slash actor was born in Mississippi in 1935 and passed away at the age of 42 years young in 1977. Say it again. This popular musician, musician slash actor, born in 35, died at the age of 42 in 1977. Pass. This talented actress rose to fame as Tia Frazier in the movie Clueless, also starred in movies like Girl Interrupted, 8 Mile, and Sin City. Brittany. Brittany. Brittany Murphy. <laughs> yes, it was Brittany Murphy. Who's that middle person? Come on, you know it. Come on, buddy. Sammy Davis? No. Think more like... um, Wait, let Donna be the the only one who gives... Are you doing Elvis? Yes. Wait a second. So you weren't doing a ghost? (laughs) (laughs) Just to be clear. I was trying to give you the type of clue that you would give me. Oh, there's a good one, the lip. Yeah. Yeah, you lose. Yeah, Bye. you lose. Bye. Yeah. Guys, it's not about winning and losing. Yes, it is. We're <laughs> the, closing the gap. The first answer was, in fact, River Phoenix, who starred in Stand By Me. Elvis Presley was born in 35, died at the age of 42 <laughs> in 1977. <laughs> and lastly, Brittany Murphy, which Steve got at the last second there, was the was Tina Frazier in the movie Clueless. Okay, congratulations. Dawn. Dawn. Uh, do you want to play the Hi. tiebreaker just for fun? Sure. All, All right. right. Do, do, I have, do I have to pick somebody? Nope. No, you can just say your name okay, out loud if you with, think you know the answer. Okay. okay. All right, great. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. The popular SNL star died at the age of 33. Steve. Steve. John Belushi. Wrong. Donna. Donna. Chris Farley. Wrong again. He Uh-oh. OD'd from a mixture of cocaine and heroin in 1982. What actor am I referring to? Steve was very close. John. Jim Belushi? No, it's John Belushi. There's, yeah, Jim Belushi's still Jim's with us. Oh, excuse me, you're right. It is Jim Belushi. It is, it is John. I'm mixing up Jim. Gosh, you know what? I can just, I'm by. by. Hey, no, no, wait, <laughs> no, Grant, no, 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 no. You have to no, talk no, to Barb. You have to great. give her her prize. Oh. It's not Barb. It's Dawn. It's Dawn, yes. And if you're tuning in in progress, Jim Belushi, happy to report.
Still alive. Still alive. Yeah, yes, still alive. yes. Wow, I but- butchered that. I, I think I think Steve has me confused with the pies. Hmm. Barb and something. What what was the name of the movie? The Barb and Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's he's got me confused. I want to call you Barb, my Barbie doll. Yeah, I know you do. Okay, easy. Don't <laughs> well, I like you. you. You can call me anything you want. I don't care. Oh, I like Barb. Love it. <laughs> Love it, Don. Well, you have one <laughs> a Don. copy of Vista of Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Stay on hold for us, okay? Alrighty, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for <laughs> believing in me. <laughs> Didn't you tell me that you once played a game with like your brother or you were trying we were to playing password? Yes. And I think it was my greatest clue I've ever given in password. That's it was why my I first clue. And the uh the the word, the password was suede. And so I went blue. And then they guessed suede. And just in case you're trying to suggest that you going was the same kind of clutch, it wasn't. You really were sounding like a Scooby-Doo ghost. selling it. Oh, man. That really bums me out. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tips. Clap, clap. Thank you for watching, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't yeah. forget to like us. Smash that like button. Yes, Steve. Do I have tips or do you? I think you do. Oh, yeah. I had four foods that zap your energy. This is thought, useful. What? I thought it was sap. Oh, maybe it is sap. Zap feels like, whew, all right, I got some energy. But if it saps your energy, you know, like sap coming out of a tree. Right, right. Hmm. Details. You know, the devil's in the details. Yeah, sure. Uh, here are the foods, okay? So if you're feeling sluggish, it might be something you ate. This is coming from dietitians, okay? Okay. Coffee and energy drinks. I drank an energy drink the other day for the first time. It's called, like, Brain Candy by Redline. Hmm. Oh. And there was an extensive warning on the side of the can. Really? And it said, first start by only drinking half of this can to test your tolerance. If you have any other, if you take any drugs or anything like that, do not mix this with it. And the the consumer assumes all liability if they do not drink the way that we tell you to drink. Wow. 300 milligrams of uh, caffeine in that. How much Made is in a cup weird. of coffee normally? I think 120. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, too much caffeine can lead to a crash about five hours later. So if you load up on coffee in the morning, you might feel wiped out later in the day. And too much of it late in the day, I can attest to this, will mess up your sleep. Hmm. Thank you. Candy, same thing, but with sugar. Okay, energy boost, then crash. Yeah, that's sugar, my friends. Smoothies, again, Sugar. Sugar, yeah. It's because everybody goes fruit heavy on those smoothies. They don't go veggie heavy. And all that sugar gets into your bloodstream faster than if you just ate fruit. Yeah. Oh, sure, because it's already been chewed. It's direct into the bloodstream. Right. The cell walls have been pulverized, and it's ready to feed your body. Thank you for that description. Okay. And the last food that saps, see what I did? Your energy is uh, low-calorie frozen meals. Some of them have like 300 calories or less, which isn't enough to fuel up. And they tend to be filled with salt, which causes bloating and then gives you an overall feeling of fatigue. So there you go. Hmm. Um, if you want energy, though. What and, do we do? 
bananas, pistachios, mm. black beans, and eggs. What is it? And with drink these more water. Eggs. I don't know. The eggs are following us. Eggs again. I'm telling you. Coming up next, we talk about a common skin condition: eczema. <laughs> uh, no, we won't. We're mm-hmm. not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a book you're reading. Yeah, I, if for any TV fans, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, but uh, I want to mention it again and tell you what I learned last night. If you're a TV freak, fanboy, fangirl, there's a book that you should buy today. Tell you about it when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my... Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show. Woo! Come on, Steve. What? Pep That's up, a- man. You remind me of a slightly older Billie Eilish. The same kind of mysterious vibe. Whatever. I'm not mysterious at all. There are parts of you that you keep hidden. Well, there are some things that are private. Oh! (laughs) A burn! Uh, I mean, yeah, there are some things that, you know, like, I don't want to know about you, but you continue to share. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm trying to form a deep bond with you, Donna. <sighs> There's a great book you should get. Okay. It's called Top of the Rock. Uh, it's written by Warren Littlefield, former executive at NBC who oversaw their comedy mm. shows in the 80s and 90s, notably into the must-see TV heyday. Okay. It's really fun. The book's, it's written from his, um, largely his perspective, although it reads like an oral history because there are various people throughout who you hear from, including the, 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 um, what is it? Marcy, Marcy, Carsey mm-hmm. and Tom Warner, you know, like Warner, Carsey, Carsey Warner, the production label that you always see on shows. Come on. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Donna, you know, Carsey. I'm, I'm so close. Warner, Marcy Warner. No, it, you know, Carson the, War- Warner. Carson Daly. Let's do word association. <laughs> anyway, they call it yes, all these different... Carson Warner, right? No. Damn it. D. You suck. Why you... don't you just grab the book and it's tell us? It's downstairs. Oh, it's in the southern enough. tier. Yeah. I'm in the northern tier. Okay. Uh, but anyway, it's great. So Warren Littlefield is largely the voice, but he brings in all these other folks. So it does read like an oral history in that way. Bunch of executives and producers and actors who are featured throughout the book. But you just get these little things. Like I've told you, I told you a couple weeks ago when I first started the book, they were talking about Cheers and how they landed on Cheers. You know, Cheers, which lasted for 11 years, ended season one 77th in the ratings. That's bad. That is bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They don't <laughs> say, like, and the number 77 primetime <laughs> right, right, show. Right. <laughs> it was <clears throat> 77th. And by the end of its second season, I believe it had jumped up to somewhere in the neighborhood of around 15. Still not a smashing success, but they didn't pull the plug. You know, and it's very difficult for a show to last more than a season. They say that they'll put out, you know, a, you know, 15 new shows every season. And their hope is that maybe one or two comedies or maybe one or two dramas end up getting renewed for season two. That the game of television is really about managing failures because you know the majority of shows that you invest money into will never turn into mm. a season two success. Right. Okay. So um, so that was the case for Cheers. They were really uncertain on going with Ted Danson. Uh, some of the executives wanted to go with the guy who ended up starring in the show Hunter. 
Forget it. Fred Dreyer, I believe. Oh, yeah. Former NFL player and ended up I having a successful run. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he would have been. And you were with the mind of a lot of executives, but they uh, were there were just a couple that said it's got to be Ted Danson. Well, and didn't Ted Danson replaced that coach guy? No, that was Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, right. Okay. Got Woody it. replaced coach who died after, I think, season two. Okay, so there were three bartenders. He made it a little bit longer than season two. I think Woody didn't come in until like three or four at least. I'm pretty okay. sure. I might be wrong, but I'll, I'll, let me check. Okay. Yeah, check on that. Um, so anyway, we get some behind-the-scenes stuff. Last night, he was talking about the Cosby Show. They needed another hit after Cheers started moving and grooving. So Bill Cosby apparently had been really hot before. This is back in the like 1984. Okay. Had been really hot, but then it cooled off. A little bit had some breakout successes with his stand-up albums and things like that but it cooled just a little bit so it's not like he was white hot whenever they launched the Cosby show it still took a lot of buy-in from the executives to say okay let's give it a shot Bill Cosby actually and I know he's passe to talk about right now considering that he's in prison for serious sexual misconduct allegations and accusations and all of that Mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. Um, he at the time didn't want to do a comedy he was trying to get NBC to let him do a one-hour drama where he starred as a limo driver. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, I don't know what happened from there. They offered no extra details. Would he drive someone new each week, hear from them, and maybe there was a mystery that they were involved in, or maybe Bill offered them some sort of mm-hmm. advice, sage wisdom from the front sure. seat of a limo? I don't know. Uh, but that didn't go, and they ended up doing The Cosby Show, which unlike Cheers, was an insane success upon the very first episode. The first episode, they had 36 million viewers. Wow. Wow. For the season, season one, they averaged 40 million viewers. Always worth noting, there were not a lot of channels back then. No. But even in the late 90s, early 2000s, when American Idol was, well, actually in the early 2000s, when American Idol was hot, um, at their hottest, they were averaging about 25 million, and the Cosby Show was doing 40 million. Wow. And people just loved it right away. It didn't shoot in Hollywood. They shot, I think, in Queens and in Brooklyn, just at these sort of just like studios that were there. So it's, it wasn't the big backlot life, Warner Brothers studio, <clears throat> Studios or something like that. And they say that that helped the feel just to be really hmm. family like on the show, where, you know, when you go through the Iron Gates at Paramount, pictures or at warner brothers you feel like you've entered the entertainment universe you've sort of gone through a portal whereas if you're just at a random soundstage in brooklyn (laughs) it's like you're i don't know it helps you to stay maybe a little more grounded they said bill cosby would almost never follow the script one of the head writers would always lean over to his partner during the read-through and say you know just someday you think he'll read the lines that i wrote or no (laughs) but he had such a way of doing things and it all really worked so well and clearly went on to be just this huge success um so you get these little behind the scenes nuggets like that where if you're just a tv geek or a tv fan especially if you grew up watching 80s and 90s tv on nbc you'll get so many little easter eggs about what was happening behind the scenes the they also talked about how Law & Order was a show that Dick Wolf actually sold to three different networks. Uh, ABC, CBS, and NBC all said, yes, we like this. We we want to do something with this. But I guess NBC, and Dick Wolf said it was the only time he's ever known of a show getting optioned by three different studios at the same time. But I guess it was a bit of a race at that point to see who would really put their money where their mouth was, right? You pay a certain amount to get 
an option on the script, apparently yeah. a non-exclusive option, and then a certain window to say, we're going to put money behind a pilot or we're going to give it a season order. And NBC was the one who pulled the trigger there. And clearly it went on to do great things. Dick Wolf also suggested a show called, oh, was it the Las Vegas Knights? It was essentially ninjas in Las Vegas fighting crime. Oh, my God. I can't believe some of the stuff that they would put through. Do you remember there was a show called, I think it was called Cop Rock? They talked about that last night. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, because that I think that was on CBS. Oh, and Law & Order was so going against Cop Rock. So stupid. And the head of Cop Rock said, yeah, you know, we're doing a, an original song in every show. And he said, well, if you mean every show? That means you got to come write 25 songs a year? If you're on the air for eight years, what are you going to do, 200 songs? And so right. they just thought that's not going to have the staying power. Uh, but yes, they. funny that you say that. I never heard of that show. It was so stupid. It was basically a cop show, you know, about cops being on the streets and stuff like that. And it was a musical. All sorts of reasons that shouldn't work. <laughs> and you. it didn't. And that's why 20 years later, we were all talking about the legacy of Law & Order, which right. then spun into Law & Order Special Victims Unit, which is still on. Right, right, right. Uh, so there you go. But anyways, the book is called Top of the Rock. The next chapter is titled Yada, Yada, Yada. It's all about Seinfeld. So hmm. How so many pages? It's a fun, easy read. I think it's like 350 maybe. Okay. It's that's an easy bad. read. Read okay. a chapter a night. All right. Can I borrow it when you're done? Nope. May I have your watch when you are dead? No. Okay. We'll be right back. It's an Apple Watch.